Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. I just got off the phone with a sales trainer and sales manager discussing a few reps on their team and how to coach their performance. To keep the names confidential, let's call the sales trainer John, the sales manager Jessica, and one of the reps we discussed, Sam. Sam's closing rate and revenue per sale are very low, lowest on the team. His appointments are set for him to go to a potential customer's home, follow the sales process, and complete the sale for a replacement windows quote. Interestingly, Sam has made $100,000 just last year, even with his poor numbers, due to the real estate boom. But now that his number of appointments are dropping, he's selling and making less. As John and Jessica told me about his low closing rate and revenue per sale, I pulled up Sam's cognitive and then his personality assessments that he took during his recruitment. When we reviewed his general mental ability, I could see pretty good verbal and vocabulary, but lower math and problem-solving skills. Then we looked at his CTS sales profile and personality assessment. From a big-picture perspective, we could see that Sam was a compliant personality and was dependent on others for his focus and for what he should do at any point in his life, at home, at work, and during the sales process when with a customer. His need to control his own world and what occurred next in it for his own needs was low. In other words, Sam was a pleaser and a follower of rules and goals and expectations set for him. By the way, Sam was also former military. Along with his training there and his assessment answers, he showed a tendency to wait for and then follow the orders he was given. His natural bent was not as I said, to control the sales process, but to answer the questions of the customer and to seek to understand and serve their needs. We'll come back to this in a minute. I then asked John and Jessica what his number one motivator was, and I gave them three possibilities. The first two are the most natural ones to top performers, competition, or a certain amount of income for a specific reason. Competition always shows up in other areas of a person's life if they're competitive and often sports, but also in sales and in other contests they put themselves in. Money is the other top motivator, but it's always a certain amount that a rep can quickly identify for you and always for specific reasons, which can vary from person to person. Both John and Jessica were quick to say that neither of these were present in Sam. I then explained to them that there was a third possibility that could keep Sam on the team if he responded, and that was conscientiousness. If Sam was conscientious to a level of 9 or 10, and they coached him in a very specific way, it was possible that he could respond. In other words, maybe or maybe not, but this particular method was, in my opinion, the last chance for them as coaches and him as a successful sales rep able to remain on the team. You see, conscientious people who are neither competitive or money-focused, who are compliant people, need their goals set for them. They'll work hard, but they need to be told what is good, bad, and mediocre, and they especially need minimum standards, closing rates, income per sale, and overall revenue results necessary to remain on the team. 
It's interesting to note that Jessica and John admitted that they did not have these minimum standards and that they had allowed Sam to remain on the team without defining these standards, the minimum standards, necessary to keep a sales job and remain employed. In many sales organizations throughout our client base, there are sales reps allowed to stay on their sales teams, whom, if all the reps performed at their level, would bankrupt the company. Often on teams without minimum standards, these reps remain and drag down the overall metrics of the company. Now, of course, there is a bell-shaped curve for any group of salespeople, and every group operates at an average amount of sales per person. But if teams, because of a few people in the red, are allowed to slide to lower average sales levels and remain there, profits erode. Think of baseball teams with nine batters in hitting lineups and the lower two or three players stay in the order even though they hit the ball only one out of ten attempts. And their batting averages remain way under the average for major league teams. It would be wrong not to replace them with more talented and perhaps more motivated and worthy players. It would not only be wrong, if not done, the team's performance could lead to the owner's experience financial losses in the millions, and those players who were good would lose a lot of games. Yet, this happens all the time within sales teams in America, especially in good economic times. Let me say this again. This happens all the time within sales teams in America, especially in good economic times. Even though Sam made $100,000 with poor sales numbers, other reps were making $175,000 to $300,000 plus with the opportunities that were provided by the marketing and appointments paid for and provided by their company. And you know what? Sam was happy to take this amount of money home with him because it was enough for him and beyond his previous paycheck. Without minimum standards adhered to by companies, conscientious reps not motivated by competition or money are actually hurt. Of course, companies experience lower financial results, but these are often hidden in good economies. And these hidden and lower financial returns are experienced by the Sams of the world as well. Back to Sam and what to do as America's economy becomes sluggish and companies experience lower cancellation rates, sales appointments, decreased closing rates, profit per sale, and lower overall sales. This is when the Sams of the world show themselves and stick out to those looking with better glasses at sales averages and those producing them. You see, conscientious and compliant personalities need to know with exactness what's expected of them. They need you to tell them. They need you to set their goals for them. And they need to know what will happen if they fall below a minimum sales standard. Sam will also need help with a word track, a set of words to say to move customers to a decision because he tends to wait on them. He will also need for John and Jessica to teach him the math of two to three strategies for helping the customer and increasing his profit per sale because he tends to only sell what they want. That's because he's not likely to develop or offer other avenues for improving their home or for getting them better financing by adding two to three additional windows for replacement to their order. Jessica and John will also teach him to control the sales process, to get people to move to the next step while still listening to his customers, 
to ask them to make a purchase. And finally, in a kind and direct manner, they will explain the minimum standards he must meet. In the end, Sam may or may not get better. It will be up to him as John and Jessica do their part and do these things. For all of you who lead sales reps, it's of course up to you and your company to pursue outstanding, average, or mediocre sales performance for your teams. It's your choice. It's up to you who you hire and who you coach to reasonable sales levels and the minimum standards you set and communicate and monitor for adherence. And also remember that every player, salesperson, or son and daughter needs standards of behavior and results in their lives. Every sales leader, mother, and father decides what they will allow to continue and what they will expect. This is not an easy task. People are individuals with various gifts and desires, and sometimes we must give grace and mercy to those around us who experience unforeseen difficulties. At the same time, not being clear, not having standards, can hurt the best and the lowest performers and ourselves. It especially hurts those like Sam, whose only motivation is to serve according to the rules they receive. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.